Welcome back to Under the Table, episode two. Woo! We made it, guys. We made it. We're doing it. Survive. Two. Amazing. You, you know what? You it's listeners been weeks made it since we recorded two. episode one. Yeah. Not at weeks. all five minutes. Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Especially since we were like releasing episodes one, two, yeah. and three together. Yeah. This is more like part two of episode one, mm. however you want to call it. But it's episode two. Uh, that's how we're labeling it. Uh, so before we get started, um, I want to ask all of you, what are you most excited about for Pathfinder 2E? Like, you know, like this is a, this is a change for us. What is it that, what, what is it that you want to explore the the most when it comes to that? I'll go first. Um, I really love the fantasy setting, but I've never Mm -hmm. played the fantasy setting that's like, more industrial. Like, I can't remember. I think it's like Eberron in D&D, where mm-hmm. they got like the the um, Warforged and all of like the, you know, industrial stuff and, and guns mm-hmm. and things. I'm really interested to play in this setting, where it's industrial, city of smog, guns, inventions, uh, clockwork things, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That I'm, I'm really interested to play that. So, so you're really uh, jazzed about the setting itself. For yes. this for this run, yeah, and playing uh, with y'all I, I and too. seeing how our characters interact, and you know the the mm-hmm. um, multiple personalities we develop, you know, as as we play play the game, have our own little our characters develop their own little life, and I love that. I love that as well. Uh, well, to that point, I'll go with what mine is. I'm excited to play in a system that is more challenging. Uh, to the characters and, <laughs> uh, you know, that there's a potential higher rate of lethality involved. Now, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like hungry for just a bunch of deaths and everything like that, but I just do think that Pathfinder 2E, um, demands a little bit more calculated play mm-hmm. than Starfinder. And so I, I'm, I'm interested in getting into kind of the tactical side of it as a, you know, as the GM in like, as us as a group, you know, I agree. I'll, I'll parallel that sentiment for sure. I'm interested to get into some harrowing battles to where I mm-hmm. think one or more of us are going to die. That's what excites me. You know, the motion out <laughs> and of then it. pull out like with a win. You know? Yeah. Get that last minute eek out. Yeah. <laughs> pull out. Yeah. With a win. Stop I, it guys. I need y'all I to be really out. proud was, of me. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. I am. Listeners. I was sitting there just like lip curled, like, it's coming. Okay. <laughs> I, am, I am the potty mouthed um, trash brain of this crew, and I apologize in advance if I offended you. Potty mouthed pervert. Mm. That's, in mm-hmm. fact, on the wanted poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I want to I say one thing to you. <laughs> potty mouthed pervert. I, gotta, I caught that a little bit late, but. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I want to say thank you for your potty mouth and perversion. Oh my God, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Dear I feel so seen. I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> so Emily, what are you looking forward to uh, playing Pathfinder? All right, this is the most basic and saddest answer, but like immediately, what I thought of was three action, three action mm-hmm. economy. Like I just love it. I love the simplified like. 
it just makes so much sense to me. Um, so I do love that. But I also love that, kind of like you said, 2E is a lot, it's a bit more challenging than Starfinder. So having the three action economy in place is very cool because you can do so much more with it as far as like tactics are concerned. So I'm yeah. excited to see how that kind of plays out, how we can utilize that to our best, you know, and, and see how our team works and how that action economy is really going to come into play. So I'm excited about that. Sounds like you set up John for his answer. Yes, because that right there was exactly what I was going to say, was the teamwork that's going to blossom as we develop in these upcoming episodes. I want to see both in RP and in uh, our strategies how how we approach this, because it's we have some fairly unique uh, classes that are coming into play here. So... Um, I'm excited for that, and uh, three action economy is only going to make that is going only going to enrich that. So mm. um, let's let's see how it goes. What about you, Heath? Um, I, I mean, for to echo many of your sentiments, I, I too am excited about the higher stakes kind of teamwork based thing. Which I mean, you know, everybody has their opinions and play styles. So like the thing that I think we're looking forward to is also the thing that some people don't like about 2e right that it's less power fantasy on mm -hmm. an individual level mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. you really have to work together as a team and and you know for some people that makes them not feel as strong and i understand that however having gotten to play some some 2e you know our home game prior to this it the thing mm -hmm. that i love so much about playing 2e is that every decision matters so much you know, like every action mm -hmm. you yeah. take, you feel a weight behind it that you you don't mm -hmm. as as distinctly feel in other TTRPGs in my experience. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you make big decisions and stuff in any TTRPG, but it's like the little the, the numbers are tighter. And so like the little buffs and debuffs and, you know, flat footed and plus ones and stuff like that. All of that really matters and can swing a fight mm -hmm. from a TPK to a success fairly quickly yeah. Yeah. Uh, aside from that mm -hmm. i really love so uh, the city of alkenstar is in a region called the impossible lands and mm -hmm. i personally think the the region the impossible lands which there's a whole ttrpg book or a whole paizo book just about that region is of what i've read which i've read a lot of lore it is the most fascinating region in all of of mm -hmm. Galarian. Agreed. Like, yeah, it, I would agree it, to like that. everything. Alkenstar is fascinating, and all of the countries and, and areas bordering Alkenstar are awesome, including the Mana Waste desert place it's in the middle of. Like, mm -hmm. I love the lore of this region. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think Alkenstar could be seated anywhere else but yeah. in possible lands. I would say, as far as like campaign specific or, or this AP specific, I mm -hmm. really like the mana wastes like the things that happen out there how it affects magic like just like so like he was saying the lore too. is so yeah. wacky and yeah. i'm i'm just excited to explore that eventually somehow mm -hmm. maybe i pretty much agree with everything everyone i'm with said. you fellas like, <laughs> reaction economy hell yes yeah impossible like lands, hell words yes. you said everyone you got good words <laughs> y'all <laughs> I'm a big fan of words. So, so in short, all of us are saying we're excited about everything, Adam. 
We're excited about the whole thing. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. That's, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Um, I think it, think it's going to be fun. It is going to be challenging. You know, I've had several people direct message me being like, okay, you know, Outlaws of Alcatar is, is a tough book. I don't know how you're going to do it. I was like, look, man, we're just going to do what we do. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Well, and it's um, going to be even more challenging because we have the, the classic four-person party. Right, As opposed right. to in our, in our other shows, we have a five-people party, which does swing things a little so bit. So they're going to die. So mm-hmm. it's like we're going to be fighting tooth and nail for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we TPK, these episodes won't even come out. So yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get to all that, uh, we last left uh, our little gang at the Barrel and Bullet Saloon, and you guys had just kind of got to know each other at the very surface level, at least know what your skill sets are. So the next piece of the puzzle before doing this heist is the planning of the heist. Right? Any good heist, you need to put some planning in it. Probably need to consider getting some gathering some information uh in, in different ways um you basically have 12 hours until the bank opens the next day all right so you got 12 hours to work with from this point uh i have a few activities that you guys can do and they each take roughly two hours to complete so that's kind of like the the time scale you have now here that being said if you guys come up with your own activity i'm you know, I can work around trying to make that work, but uh, you know, you can obviously case the bank. You can try to find a bank employee, you know, uh, and talk directly to them or whatever you want to do there. And then you can maybe try to dig in a little bit more about the whaling scrapyard. Um, each one of those things will take two hours and obviously has its own challenges and skill checks associated with it uh and as i said if you come up with something that that you like uh want to do that is not one of those things it's fine just no it'll take two hours too now you can split up you can do handle this however you want but that's kind of the setup of where we're at and let's rejoin the gang at the table right where we left off at the end of episode one i need you to stop calling us a gang well, that's right? what you mm-hmm. are though you know but we're not a gang we're only we're just doing name. a job well, what yeah, do you guys want to call yourself? Uh, Posse? Friends? We're I mean, a crew. We're a crew. The crew. Yeah. We're a crew. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So yeah, we're we're right. We're still at the table. Have yeah, our drinks so arrived yet? The drinks have arrived. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, and, and don't forget, if you want to uh, do the old fire whiskey thing, you can. But I would encourage you guys to do any talking about this job in this room first before venturing out, you know? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So the kid's definitely going to do the fire. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. Yeah. So have at it crew. Yeah. So look, uh, you know, I don't mean to, you know, sort of take, take the reins or whatever, but we do need to figure out what we're going to do. And how we're going to approach this, because I I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to get pinched uh, trying to pull this off. And it's, I mean, we're robbing a freaking bank. It's kind of a big deal. And we only have 12 hours to do it. Well, we got less than that. I mean. Agreed. I I take back my, what I said earlier. Five drinks is too much. Uh, Let's stick to two. (laughs) Uh, First order of business, only two drinks. And then we 
we figured out how to do this. Alright, so we've sort of laid out on the table what some of our skill sets are. Alright, so Phoebe told us you know, most of the clockwork guards are going to be out of the place. We got to get the key from the bank manager. Has anybody ever been to this bank before? I, I don't really not. spend a lot of time in banks, you know. I, I mean, would any of us ever? Yeah, been I mean, unlikely. I Pretty unlikely. Could I roll like a? Uh, I do have city lore. You know, I've been here for about a year-ish, lore-wise, I guess. I mean, what you would know, because you've never thought anything about this place until now. So mm -hmm. the only thing that you would just know casually is that it is a repurposed temple of Avadar that's been repurposed into a into a bank. Mm -hmm. Um. You would know that Mugland owns it, but I think that if you want to get further information, there would be it would require going to the bank and kind of you know scoping it out, casing it mm. out from a distance, and that kind of thing. Mm, I'm um, guessing that's one of the activities. It is. Hmm? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're definitely going to have to yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, the other option I would assume is maybe trying to get talk to somebody who works there. Maybe try to get some information. Uh, details and that kind of thing. Um, God, does that sound like an activity we could do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> <child>. <laughs> uh, if if you don't mind, I think uh, I'm the man for that yeah. job. I'll, I'll I'll try and see if I can get a hold of somebody that works there. Maybe sweet talk them a little bit. See see what information we can get. Yeah. As far as case in the joint goes, unless anybody else is a little bit better than me, then sticking to the shadows, I would uh, gladly take that particular position. Well, um, you could split up into pairs, you know, mm -hmm. you help kind of get to know each other a little bit more. I, I have been known to be sneaky every once in a while. Uh, I, I much prefer like a, a passive... Um, Observation of the of the uh, the bank and the the scrapyard. Yeah, we need to check out the scrapyard. Right, exactly. That's kind of what I was leaning towards. But if we need somebody that's actually stealthy, um, I uh, I do have a plus seven. So whichever was is better suited for either. Because I mean, so with the, scrap the scrapyard is mostly going to be a gathering of information type deal rather okay. than actually going into it. Gotcha. Where uh, uh, this is gonna sound dumb, but like, where would we gather that information? Like at the scrapyard, near it, or around the bar? Right. Or? Well, we'll we'll deal with that as uh, okay. as you guys kind of okay. split up and decide what you're gonna do. Fair gotcha. enough. Gotcha. Fair gotcha. Enough. I'm I'm gonna ask your name one more time, and I'm sorry in advance. I got a Mia, obviously, no Judge. What's your name, kid? Sorry. And it just stares at you, unblinking, just almost disconcerting you a little bit. But yeah, it's uh, Osaze. Osaze. Okay. Osase. All right, I'm, I'm locking that down. I'm locking that down. You seem like a stealthy kind of cat. Um, you want to come with me? You can go check out sure. the bank. Just don't Maybe. hold me back. Um. And she kind of like looks around the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like now, now, mind <laughs> you, mind you, mind you. This is he's he's young and he's just he's. Little, yeah, you know, uh, the surety of youth, right? The surety yeah. mm -hmm. of youth, exactly, exactly. Uh, and she kind of leans back and she's got her glass in her hand. She says, Oh, why don't you tell me how long have you been in Alkenstall? I've 
been here five years. That's cute, Puddin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't hold you back. I'm not your mom, you know. Uh, but this is important to all of us, okay? So we're working as a crew here. You ever worked on a crew before? No. Well, guess what? You're getting your ears wet today. But that means you uh, work remember. with the crew. He doesn't have ears? No, no, no. He doesn't have ears? He doesn't have ears? No, no, no. He Look, does. I got enough it's, ears I was just going to say, like, us, emphasize, right? like, he is 19 years old. So, yeah. like, most, most time, like, most things are actually, like, are, like, yeah, sure, I've done that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, like, she's trying to, like, right. get you to be a team player without calling you out too terribly much, but mm, also mm, 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 mm. Jules right, right, done right, right. got a lot of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and the job is to go case a joint. Yeah. You know, so mm, like yeah. <laughs> bring heat on you is probably not a good yeah. move. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Alright, so it sounds like Jules and Asaze yes. are going to go together to case the bank. Uh, George has mentioned that he wants to go find an employee. Imagine Amir might want to join him on that, because you said you wanted to do the more soft work. If if that makes things easier for the GM, then uh, I am I am happy to oblige. <laughs> well, you could you could go looking around for the information on the scrapyard. You could do you know. Yes, I was thinking of doing that. that that's because that's I, like, what I was I, thinking. Amir too. doesn't really trust these. They, they just met. Right. It's a very dangerous mm. mission, and we're all wanted. So in Amir's mm. head, he's like. I'm gonna do this alone and just be kind of like <laughs> I can trust in my own actions. Well, you know? the, the feeling so is like absolutely mutual. George is like, I don't need a wingman that I don't know if they have a modicum of charisma when I'm trying to go and talk somebody, you know, sweet talk them into giving me some information. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if that's the case, I think we have the day planned out a little bit now. Before you hit the streets to gather information and figure out what you're going to do for the heist. Would anybody care to try the fire whiskey? Yes. Uh, I mean, Osaze, you, you're required. You're required. I'm not saying this is hazing because that's like looked down on now, but like it, it, it's a little bit of hazing. Well, excuse um, me, but I, I'm I a fully grown adult in my, in my culture. Well, to quit acting like a fucking <laughs> shit. Take a shot of fire whiskey. <laughs> have you had a fire whiskey before? Of, yeah, I, I have fire whiskey all the time. Oh, sure. Oh, well, you then do. you'll, you'll mm. love this one. You'll love this one. And yeah. she, like, like looks over your shoulder at George and, like, winks. Yeah. Like. They, like, simultaneously wink at each other. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, probably definitely hasn't had the fire whi- no, no, whiskey. No, he, he, he has not. He has not. Yeah. And Amir's, like, kind of gets what's going down and, and says to Asaza, this should be no problem for you. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. This, this uh, is covered so, by the, the bar, right? Yeah, it's seven copper per uh You know what, kid? I'll spot you. I'll spot you. If need be, I All can right. spot you for this. So how many, have, how many you, you is You have drinking? my drink and you have a mirror drink too, right? He said, let's let's just do it. Yes. Let, let's just do it. Let's let's just do it. <laughs> we are we are a new crew. Yeah. This is a perfect kind of uh, what you, what do you call what what is what yeah, yeah, a bonding experience yeah, 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 what do yeah. you what do you hit the hit the bottle on a on a ship christening christening <laughs> it's yeah. a crew christening let's see do we're it. already finishing each other's drinks 
Sandwiches. I mean, drinks. <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really do uh, fire. I'm more of a water guy myself. <sighs> Always with this guy. If I fall in the water, it's fine. If he falls in the fire, oh, God forbid. It's a thing. So, there, when you go into the main room, um, you see another dwarf behind the bar. And this is the main barkeep and well-known best friend of everybody in the bar. Very personable um, dwarf whose name is Fosirter. What? Fosirter. Uh, you want to uh, spell that for me, champ? F-O-S-E-E-R-T-E-R. Fosirter. Uh, and for Sirter is Phoebe's cousin, and he is he's there, and he's just got a big smile on his face as you guys approach. They say, oh, well, uh, welcome, uh, welcome, welcome to the bar. Uh, what can I get you? Welcome, welcome to the bar. I'm sorry. Welcome, welcome to the bar. So, so very charismatic. <laughs> right, right, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. This one's to got the style. Power. Uh, what can I? What can I get all of y'all? Uh, Three fire whiskeys on her. Well, uh, flaming whiskeys, and I'm gonna pay for his, and then say anything about the rest of the crew. And George, <laughs> it's, it's are you not three, one? It's four. I don't fuck with fire. I don't fuck with fire. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the blue oh, boy. Right. Take Would a you water. care for anything else? A water. Uh, Come on, George. Yeah, you can sure. do it. You can do it. I mean, I'll, I take, believe a, I'll take a regular whiskey. I just don't want to f- hold the fire. Right? Uh, all right. Uh, and so, yeah, Forsirter for Seater, uh, goes on to pour four glasses of whiskey. And then he pulls out this little tincture bottle with a dropper. Fills up the dropper and puts three drops in each. He says... All right. This is my favorite pot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm so excited. Ready? Go. Bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, and I need the three of you. Well, we'll go right down the row. So we're going to start with with uh, Osazi, of course, because everybody's like, oh, you've done this before. You got this. And so everybody's kind of ushering him to do it. And that Rolling. totally makes sense. Yeah. He's is this like a yes. gambling situation? Is this like a you take uh, bets and stuff? You said it was no, like a competition n- kind of thing. There, There is a game that's yeah. around this, but we're, we're not playing so, that just yet. Um, Jules, before he takes the drink, would lean over to George and be like, I got five silver says that he, he, he doesn't make it. He doesn't make it through. Is that how it works, or is it a time limit? I don't thing? know. I'm just taking this up with you. Hey, do, do I hear that, or do you just whispering? I mean, I don't whispering. know if you hear it. I just don't know how the rules of this thing work. Like, I will absolutely bet, but... Over-under. <laughs> so, you're betting, you're putting five silver, which is not a small bet, uh, in the economy of Pathfinder. What did um, I, hold on, I'm so sorry, no, five silver. copper, no, I'm <laughs> sorry, thank you. <laughs> That's a uh, lot. Five copper, uh, if he makes it through, which basically will say if he gets through it without being burned, okay. is the bet, right? Okay, so you're betting uh-huh. five copper that he burns himself. Oh, I don't have yes. any any faith mm. in, in this kid. 
But you know what? I'll bet. <laughs> no. I bet it. Do I hear? Well, the thing is, what you would know about flaming whiskey is that it has no bearing on the person drinking it. You know, like there, it, there's. It's the effects of the tincture are unknown and mm. random, and so it's like just, it's not a your like, skill or quickness course. thing. It's just when it blows mm-hmm. up. Right, right, oh, right. So it's not a. You skill got the luck of the bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so is that bet? Being I made? guess I'll bet that he he doesn't get his drink mm. blown up on him. Though I I absolutely right. think. Do, do I hear? Can I hear that? Roll perception. I would love to hear that. Let me see if I do. I am rolling. And I rolled a 15. You do not. I do not. Oh, well. Uh, all right. So, John, I need Osazi to roll a d6. Just a d- Okay. All right. Just a, a, just a straight d6. All right. Ooh. I rolled a one. A one. Mm-hmm. All right. So you take the drink and the flames... Poof, burst into your face, which catches you off guard, but you do not feel any heat or burning sensation as the flames are harmless. And so you're like, yeah, this is, what's the big deal? You know, and you slug it back, you know, <laughs> Bay up, sis. hell yeah. Hell yeah. So so you slides no, over five copper. No effect. The flames are harmless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so now, <laughs> Emily, I would like Jules to roll. Who's you're probably disappointed that it didn't have the effects that you wanted, and maybe a little bit nervous that yours yeah. now is yeah. not the dud. Yeah. <laughs> a D six. Right, so roll a D six, please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a six. That is a six. <laughs> oh no! Right. You should no, have no problem. <laughs> no, like this is great. You oh. drink it, and like the the flames. You know, uh, combust as you're tilting it back, but you just like with like confidence look over at Asaze and inhale the flames into your nose and mouth, and you re- regain 1d6 hit points. And since you're at max, this will become temporary hit points. Nice. So roll a d6, and you get a nice. d6 of temporary Fuck hit points. Yes, that's perfect. Oh my god. Yes. Four. All right. So so. Well, well, we'll do we'll do everybody's like in character actions after we get the third one. So Asaze, you hear them whispering, or not Asaze? I'm sorry, Amir, you heard them whispering, but you're tired of them whispering already and not knowing what they're saying. And you drink your flaming whiskey. Roll a d6 for me. We'll see okay. what happens. And to I'm you. like, okay, do you just drink it? It's fire. This is the first one, Mimi. Just down that in one go. Okay. Ooh, and one d6. Oh God. That's the one that's a cube, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one with the six sides. Right down the middle. Three. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I wanted uh, this to happen. So, yeah, so you're just like, Ugh, throw it back, and the fire, like, spreads down your neck and catches your, like, one of your, like, tattered cloths that mm. you have as part of your disguise on fire, and you are now going to be suffering 1d6 persistent fire damage. Oh, yes. no. uh, <laughs> and I'm uh, just like, help! Put it out! Put it out! Uh, so the f- first thing you'll take is five points of fire damage. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I just hit the damage button on Foundry? 
and it does it from that five yeah as long as your token is selected it should take five off of your token and then in order to put that out i mean it's like a drinking game so i assume like i'm on fire and everybody's just like ah So you're going to roll a flat check, which would normally be a DC 15, but because you have people there helping you out, trying to pat it out, that's going to reduce down to a 10. absolutely be trying to help put out the fire. Yep. So it's going to reduce it down to a 10, so you just roll a flat 20. I can do that. Get a 10 or better. And I did not get a 10 or better. I got an 8. So you're going to take take another D6 of fire damage. Those rags are oily. Oh my god. Turns out this whiskey is just too much for a mirror. I'm just going to have to roll another character. Yeah. He's just going to burn to death. That's one one point of fire damage. Okay. There we go. Uh, And go ahead and uh, roll another flat. DC 10 check. And you're just like, come on, like, you, like, you can do better than these. Like what the spreading. fuck? You're like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Yeah, yeah. 14. Okay. All right. All right. That'll do it. Saw that oh, before. I was like, oh shit. god. Oh, sorry, Amia. Sometimes, you know, it's just, you know, luck of the draw and all that. Um, you all right, bud? Yes, I don't seem to have suffered any permanent or any injury, actually. It's just this shitty cloak that I made to look shitty <laughs> is now even more shitty looking so i guess it's a plus and it's like can i get back one of those elixirs of health that i gave you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> luckily i have a few of my own don't worry you'll get more practice listen here upstart 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 how old are you Osei's <laughs> <laughs> is like, okay, boomer. <laughs> how just just to take a moment, like how old is each of the characters? Like how old are, are the twins? Thirty. What do we just? Yeah, we said thirty. Thirty. Yep. Okay, so I guess I am the oldest. I, I just put put him at like thirty-seven, thirty-six ish. You know, he's been around the block. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, listen here, upstart. Why don't you? Listen more and talk less, okay? <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Isn't it past your bedtime? All right, all right, all right. This is what the time way. is it actually right now? Actually, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Uh, no, I want to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like Pathfinder time. Uh, well, it's like it's like six o'clock. Okay. PM in the, in the morning, in the evening okay. time, yeah. <laughs> We're just getting drunk at six a.m. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's sundowning. Don't, 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 don't look at All right, it. so, so have we had enough fun with the flaming whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna have one more retort and just and okay. uh, just be like, hey, listen here, youngster. I've already taken my nap today, so I am spry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that you're just a. Firework right now, aren't you? <laughs> like Aww. referencing towards the uh, getting right, burned. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kid. Right. Yeah, you're a fire. Okay. You work. Oh, <laughs> so I, say, I, I see you. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking George. that Heath. I did not want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so let's start with those of you that are going to case the bank. All right. Casing the bank is going to be. Uh, Julie, Jules, and Asase, right? 
and Oz. I'm just going to call you Oz for short. I like that. Oz. Oz. I like that. Yeah. Slither the kid. Um, And so you have a couple (laughs) options here, right? You're basically going to the bank to investigate its physical location. So you can either do it with perception check, a thievery check, or a relevant lore check. Um, You will get information based on the check. And another thing I want to talk about with Pathfinder 2E is that there are stages of success in Pathfinder 2E. There's success, fail, and then there's critical success and critical fail. And the way that you determine that is you have your DC, and if you beat that DC by 10 or more, it becomes a critical success. Same if you fail something by 10 or more, it becomes a critical failure. Obviously, a natural 20 or 1 will push those up one degree of success or down one degree of failure based on what you've rolled. Now, would the two of you care to talk a little bit on your way to the bank? Um, so, as you said you've been in Alcatraz about what, five years. Yes, that's right. What you been getting up to? What's uh, you said you, you're good with the blade? That's great. But, I mean, tell me a little bit more about your skill set here. We're gonna go case this joint. How um, you're good at thieving. You're good at uh, sneaking. You're good at tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm. Hold on one second. I thought he was gonna say mm, no. <laughs> no. 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 no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I told you already. <laughs> I am good with swords. That's it. <laughs> Just swords. Knives. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, While knives. you were living exactly. your life yeah. in Alkenstar, I was training with the blade. <laughs> blade. <Yeah. laughs> right, 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 right. With my main uh, gouge. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I know the ways of to be unseen. Um, I do also know my way around needle and thread in case there is any kind of injuries uh, I don't expect to be more proficient than uh, Emir back there but um, quite handy with that of course I'm a bit more dexterous so uh, in case we need to hop any ledges or slip by undetected I, I, I can help out with that but um, for the past five years, I wouldn't be someone who's been exploring the city. I've been mainly someone who's been working. Uh, used to work in the Ferris Quarter as uh, the leather works. And uh, I also worked over at the, the Hippo at the time, the Hotfoot Hippodrome. Oh yeah, I'm qu- I'm well aware. Yeah. Mhm. And uh, so I was doing my leather works in days, and uh, on, on my nights I was uh, working the protection rackets in the uh, hippo. So, but um, that's that's pretty much what I've been doing for the past five years. Is just trying to live. Right. I hear that. You know. Trying to make a living in this well, steam-filled shithole sometimes can be a little bit of a challenge, but um, it's, it's been a real challenge. And his face kind of darkens because he's kind of like every now and then he recollects on the 
events that have occurred most recently. Well, listen, I know this is sort of a crew of circumstance, not exactly brought together by, you know, fluffy, happy things, but I'm glad to have you on board. And I'll keep my eye on you, you keep your eye on me. And we'll make it out of this all right, eh? And he kind of like just swallows as if he's got something in his throat, you know, because he's he's thinking about some more endearing things that are no longer in his life. And he just kind of like quietly nods uh, in like uh, approval, you know. Um, He's almost kind of pulled himself back a little bit, you know. What time would the bank close, Adam? The bank is closed. Okay. Um, Jules would pull out a pocket watch that looks like it has been pieced together with all manner of various and sundry items into the form of some semblance of pocket watch. Nice. All right. The bank is closed. Um, You're all good at sneaking. I'm good at sneaking. You haven't done any pickpocketing, any... um, Anything kind of, you know, steely, thievy before? Yes, but typically they knew I was stealing from them, actually. Well, that's not great. I'm going <sighs> to teach you the ropes. Don't worry, kid. And she throws her arm around you. It's like, don't worry, kid. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. Um, and whenever we approach the bank, she would want to use, like, thievery to case the joint, if that's... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's that's my top thing, unless you have something mo better. It's uh, plus seven. Uh, my stealth is plus seven. Okay. Same same for stealth, but as far as, like, perceiving. Yeah, uh, perceiving so it, is it, plus six for me. Same. Uh, and so it's not stealth that you're going to be using. It would be either thievery or perception, right? Yeah. So, okay. Um, and the thievery part would be, like, actually sneaking up or like not sneaking up because that would be stealth, but like assessing the security mm-hmm. of the bank, yeah. you know? Um, so you guys can roll whichever one you're best at. Both of you can, can give it a shot. Okay. Um, but give me either a perception or a thievery check. All right. It's going to be thievery for me. Okay. Oof. Not great. That's a five on the die for a 12. Okay. That's an 18 perception. All right. Those are both successful checks. Nice. Um, nice. Not critical successes, yeah. but uh, good and good enough. Um, so a couple pieces of information that you're going to gather from this. Um, the gold tank reserve is in a quiet neighborhood where at least half the buildings are abandoned. So a ruckus at the bank is unlikely to immediately draw the attention of shield marshals or other outside interlopers. Um, You also see some patrols that you see that uh, kind of through the windows walking in kind of charted pathways are three clockwork handlers as they're patrolling the interior of the bank. You can occasionally see them through the through the windows and they stop in various locations and open the shutter on on their head that reveals the ever-burning torch 
and they slowly ro rotate their head in a complete circle before moving on. So they'll move to a position on their patrol route, stop, and do a full like 360 spotlight rotation, and then move on. And that's the information that you guys, between the two of you, are able to get. Now, that took two hours. You could spend another two hours casing the joint and roll again, if you want, which would still give you time to get back and get at eight hours of sleep. I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, we're already here, so. Hey, so welcome to one of the longest running gags of the STF network. John, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, episode two. At least it wasn't episode hey, one, right? Yeah, we got through okay. one. That's a personal best. All right. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I, if you didn't hear me, uh, I we said uh, uh, yes. Actually, that would be uh, that would be prudent. I mean, we only have this one opportunity, and we shouldn't squander it. So, yes, let's stay. Real quick, just to clarify, you said the patrols are the the clockwork guards on the inside of the bank, not yes. outside. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. And the ever burning torches inside. It's like right. they're the thing that keeps them going. I assume. Mm. That's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's it, it's it's their. It's like their sensor. Beam. Yeah. It's like yeah. Metal Gear Solid, like spotlight mechanic. You know? Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it's okay. an aggro radius, almost. You know. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. So. Um, yeah. So roll again. Let's see if you can get anything right. else. Come on. Perceive. Awesome. Oh no, that's not awesome no. at all. Oh, no. Natural all right, okay. one. That. That's a one. Oh. She's like trying to impart wisdom as she's watching, so she's not paying attention at all. Like, yeah, and if you want to okay. do this, you need to get a good dinner. Um, and I already know what John is thinking, and yes. let me go ahead and get this out front. Hero points are not transferable in this game. Okay, but I do they have are a hero yours. point. They are yours and yours alone. Ah, boom. Uh, he really uh, is gunning for those kills. Um,. So, yes, uh, but don't forget that everybody does have one, and John, that you have two. Yes. Uh, but yes, they're non transferable to other players. Uh, At you, least, know what? Nah, you know what? You know what? Bro. I'm going to. So bad. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and use it. I'm not going to hoard expendables like I have in every other game that I've ever been in. So, this go. is not the game for it. Good for you. This is not the game for it. That is so much better. So much 14 better. on the die for a 21. For a 21. So close to a critical success. Not quite, but that is just another success. Uh, Osaze, what'd you get on your second roll? Oh, an 8. <laughs> and I am not going to use a hero point. Okay. So, you get one more piece of information here. And as you're taking some more time, you actually circle around to the back of the bank. And you see that it features an overgrown yard that may have once housed a vegetable garden, but is now little more than overgrown weeds and an accumulation of dried leaves. You would think that any activity in the leaf-strewn yard is likely to draw attention uh, because of all of the brush. And that a pathway leads to a side, do side door marked staff only. 
You can assess that the door is locked with a simple lock requiring three successful checks to open. That's good information okay. to have. Okay. So that is what you guys gleaned from casing the joint, casing the bank. A little bit of information there. Now let's move on to our next task. Um, so Dustin, you're up and you are going to go ask about the whaling scrapyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to use my disguise hat. Or the hat of disguise. Okay. Yeah, I assume that everybody's yeah. keeping themselves disguised yeah. as they're going out, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to use that. Um, you were going to check around some waste disposal services, some tinkers, some junk shops around town, and try to gather some information. So I need a diplomacy check, please. Well, what is your lore skill? City. Oh, you can use that if you'd rather. I would definitely like to use that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm getting. All right, let's do it. City lore. I know about this city because I know cities. Oh, baby, yes. 24. All right, that is a success. So what you learn is that the Whaling Scrapyard is indeed home to the Nail Gobblers, uh, which you knew that already. And you find out a little bit more that they are a group of goblin scavengers who live off the junkyard's bounty of scrap and waste and sometimes sell good salvage to the city's junk shop and tinkerers. You also learn that a mournful wailing can sometimes be heard coming from the scrapyard at night, hence its ominous name. Locals insist that a hulking ghost made of scrap metal floats around the scrapyard when the moon is dark. That is all that you learn with that roll. I see, I see. Goblins and ghosts. Uh, Yeah, well, you know... That's what they say out there, but uh, to me, I think that's all just a little kind of hubbub and and blarmy talk. Uh, listen, it's it's an old scrapyard. It's probably just the wind cutting through some of the old scrap there, making the sound. Although the goblins definitely are there. Uh, and every now and then I can get a couple cool little trinkets from them. They do have a nice little situation going on for some scavengers there. And uh, every time I, 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 there's often times that I need just a little spare part and I can go to them and, and they get it for me. Hmm. They seem like would pretty you amicable like, goblins. Would you like to buy a clockwork a, a pigeon? Uh, no, thank you. Maybe later. And he walks off. <laughs> All right. Bye, then. <laughs> See you. that pigeon. All right. So, yeah, that is, that is what you learn. Nothing terribly new other than, you know, you feel like if you can just kind of talk with the goblins that they're not necessarily a threat. Um, and that there is there is some weird ominous sound that does come out of the scrapyard. Uh, Heath, George's task was going to go to try to find somebody that worked at the Gold Tank Reserve. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of confused about the, the nature of that. Like, how am I stalking down a person who works at the bank after it's closed? Fortunately, it has closed fairly recently. It closed at six. So maybe you could visit some nearby saloons or, or restaurants 
to try to see somebody who might be getting an after-drink beverage or after-work beverage. Yeah, great. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, like, let's say you go into... So, I will say I'm putting on my hat of disguise mm-hmm. to do this, mm-hmm. which, uh, visual, so the listeners can't tell, I went and got my hat of disguise, <laughs> a little blue Smurf hat. Because you're a yeah. consummate professional. I love it. That's yeah, right. exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but, so, I was reading up on, because I, I didn't know how a hat of disguise worked in this game, and it, it ca- basically casts illusory disguise. Uh, so, I can... From from my interpretation of it, I could make myself look like a human okay. instead of totally instead instead of my blue yeah uh, obviously genie can self um, yeah so you go into let's say you go into a couple different saloons looking for somebody you know I also I, make myself look a little more buff and a little more tall because <laughs> you can go within six <laughs> inches and within fifty pounds mm-hmm. um, and. You are able to locate, uh, well, maybe, I guess it depends. Let's get a diplomacy check to see how you do going around trying to find a bank employee. Okay, it's a diplomacy check to find one? Yeah, yeah, because that gather information is under the diplomacy skill. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Dirty 20. Dirty 20, that is a success. Uh, So you find one, you're talking to one guy at the bar, and they're like, Oh, man, Byron's down the street over there at the the Hippodrome. They always got too much loud music over there for me. I like sitting here in this, you know, divey, dank, ain't got no light, ain't serving nothing but swill kind of bar. You can go find hey, I, Byron over there. I understand. This is more my speed as well, he says, and then turns away with his violin strapped on his back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you head over to the Hippodrome, uh, and you know he gives you a descript- description of the guy. Um, says that it's a, a, a human male uh, that mm-hmm. wears spectacles, like round spectacles. Yeah. That kind of always slip off the bridge of his nose, so they're always kind of like down on the tip of his okay. nose. So, so that you find, yeah, you, yeah, you find that fairly easily, and you see him drinking a uh, what looks to be like a, a, a you know some mead, but like some light mead, you know, some and, light mead in one of those like glasses that's shaped like a foot tall boot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's say Byron. <laughs> Despite his looks, knows how to drink, you know. Okay. Uh, uh, but there's like there's like cut up strawberries in, at the top of, in it, you know, for like kind of oh, gar- that's, garnished that's on on it. I mean, that, that, hey, I love a good yeah, amount of strawberry totally, now. Totally. Uh, so you see him sitting at the bar. Okay. Yeah. So I would go uh, go up to the bar next to him, and you know, I'm trying to play it cool, like I don't want it to just come up to him and, and in a jarring way, so come up what, you know, if I can get the attention of a bartender mm-hmm. order myself a drink uh, and and b- just before I do, turn to the guy and say uh, what, hey, what's that you're drinking, that looks really tasty oh, uh, hello hello there, um, yes, yes no, this, hey, is, how you doing? this is a strawberry boot um, yeah, it's 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 quite good. It's 
It's a lot of ale, so I don't recommend it if you have anywhere to be tonight. <laughs> I do not. So I... Hey, where I... Well, I'm already at where I've got to be tonight, so no problems. That looks delicious, and, you know, I guess I named for myself. My mom always told me, you know, the old kiss adage, keep it simple, stupid. Um, but, yeah, so I'll... I'll uh, bartender, could I get... Uh, the same thing that this good gentleman is having, the strawberry boot. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll get you a boot. And, like, you can tell that the bartender there, like, hates having to do a boot because, like, it takes a long time to fill it up and you got to, like, turn it. Yeah, to, yeah, you know, yeah. So it doesn't get, you know, like, it's just kind of a pain in the ass order. But Yeah, m- much um, obliged. And, like, Byron is the only person in the bar drinking this boot, too. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> like, you know, he's the only other one drinking that. So, but you drink one, and Byron's like, "All right, well, yes, it's it's rare that uh, this left foot has a right foot, so to speak." Uh, my name is Byron. What is yours? Uh, I, I'm I'm Johnny. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Johnny. Um, well, I see see that that you two are, are alone. I I. I are you here by by yourself? Hmm? Uh, yeah, I, I you know uh, just got off work ago, and uh, you know I try not to uh, you know waste too much uh, of what funds I have uh, going out. But I was like, you know what, I deserve this. I want to go uh, hang out at the Hotfoot Hippodrome a little bit. I love this spot, but you know it can be a little pricey if you go too often. So uh, you know, just a fortuitous uh, you know luck that we would we would run into here. Uh, run into each other here. Oh. Yeah, well, well, my luck has not been so good lately. Uh, I, too, just got off of work, and... Uh, and he just, like, kind of sinks his face into his strawberry boot, his straw boot. Oh, well, I mean, I don't mean to pry, but, I mean, it sounds like you need to let off some steam, and I know we just met, but, you know, have at it. Look, if I've had a long day, sometimes I need to just get it all out, and then I can and I can proceed with my evening and have a good time. Yes, well, I, I work hard, you know? I work very hard, and I try to do good. I, I work over at the, the Gold Tank Reserve, and I... I've been really putting the time in, and and I I don't have any life outside of the bank, and so I'm I'm, I'm dedicated to it. And well, they just gave my promotion to this this random person who just comes out of nowhere, and and I, that was my job. That was supposed to be me, who was supposed to be the the bank assistant manager. And I know that doesn't seem like a very illustrious job, but it was mine, and, and, and it's just so upsetting. Oh, I mean, yeah, that that sounds like a, a real bummer. And look, don't don't uh, sell yourself short, you know? You're trying to get into a management position. That's a good thing for you and your loved ones. Uh, you, uh, well, wife, it's, husband? No, it's it's, it's just me and, and my cat. Oh, well, hey, <laughs> you gotta pay for the cat food, am I right? That's... Oh, that cat eats more food than I do. I'm treated like a queen by me. She's my queen. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. And and he like, uh, well, what's what's your cat's name? Um, Tinkerbell. Oh well, here's to Tinkerbell, and he lifts his his strawberry boot to clink boots with him to Tinkerbell, like the queen of my castle. <laughs> and he, he has a drink. It's like so. 
I mean, you have any idea why uh, why they passed you up on the the old promotion? Is there uh, you got somebody putting you under under the bus? He kind of looks at you a little bit more discerningly when you ask that question. Uh, roll me a diplomacy check. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That is a success. Uh, he says, "I don't know what it is about you. Maybe it is your." Your handsome exterior or your easy words, but, um... Oh, you flatter yes, I, me. Well, I tried. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so... The, uh, the, the gold tank reserve is not exactly... He, like, kind of looks around and, like, leans in very close yeah, I, to I you. Yeah, I lean in, too, like... Yeah. It's not exactly on the, the up and up. And, well, I think that the reason I didn't job is because whoever owns this bank is pulling strings and only wants people that will do the dirty work and I don't do that really and I think that that's why it was given to that asshole they just don't they they just can't stand (laughs) your, your, your moral fiber so to speak Right, right. No, yeah, and so maybe this is maybe this is a good thing for me after all. I can take the skills that I've learned here and go to a more reputable establishment. Um, I, I would really like to see that place get the a real comeuppance. You know, yeah. you ever work at a place where you just want to just piss all over it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I, look, <laughs> I've had a bit. I'm. I'm yeah. I know, yeah, I've, I've absolutely worked somewhere where I just wanted to burn it all down, you know? Yes, that, that the bank's manager is just a real piece of work. That's this Charles? That dr- no, no, that's the new assistant manager. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was going to be my job, working for this dresh, and, well, the more that I drink and the more that I talk to you about this, I realize I really didn't want that job after all. I don't know why I'm so upset about it. It is. It is a bad place. Well, sil- silver linings, right, right? You know. I mean, look. Uh, if you can get yourself uh, hooked up at someone more reputable that doesn't uh, challenge your morals so much, uh, you may get the uh, appreciation that you deserve. Right. Right. Well, yes. That's that is that is true. Uh, I just don't know. And like he like he like takes out this key ring. Throws it on the bar table. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What am I? Why do I even have these keys? This is pointless. It's just a lowly teller at a corrupt bank that I don't even want to work at. Do you want them? I don't even want them anymore." <laughs> uh, George like is stunned. Like, "Oh wow, really? Is this easy?" And like takes the keys well, no, off and just like just joking. It's just it's a, a, a matter of. Speech. I'm just I was just I just wanted to jingle them. I've never really gotten to, you know, I, I don't work at a bank, so I've never felt the heft of a of a vault key. I'm assuming this is a vault key or is this a door key? Well, and he leans in again. It's all of the keys. <laughs> oh. Yes, you are naughty. (laughs) You have no idea, sir. You have no idea. (laughs) Um, well, uh, I am. I'm not really. Give me a second. I'm. I'm at like a crossroads right here. (laughs) (laughs) Am I about to seduce this man? Yeah. yeah. Yes, Um, you are. Take the keys. 
Right. Get him. Um, I could make you my Tinkerbell. I'm sorry. No, right. no, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, it sounds like, you know, they, these, the managers at, at your bank don't appreciate you near as much as you obviously deserve. Um, so how about, you know what? Look, I'm, I'm just hanging out. You let's, let's have a couple of drinks if you don't mind my company. Oh, of course not. I, this is the most company that I've had in quite some time, actually. And um, yeah, it, it is quite lovely, actually. Um, so, yeah, please, please stay. Uh, and so I want So I was going to say what I want is to get this guy drunk enough to steal his keys and get him okay. back to where we need him. So I, I'll give you a couple options here. OK, um, you can continue along the diplomacy route. But mm-hmm. at some point, if the idea is to get him drunk enough to, like, kind of pocket the keys, right? Yes. Without him noticing, that'll be a thievery check, okay? Okay. Uh, if you want to get him drunk enough to where you feel comfortable enough of just telling him why you want the keys, you can do diplomacy. If you want to lie about why you want, you know, if you want to, like, like ask him for the keys, whether you want to tell him the truth about it or you want to lie. Those are both options, right? So it'd be a deception or diplomacy there. I feel like you're definitely going away from trying to coerce him through intimidation. So no, 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 I'm definitely not doing intimidate. So the thing is, it as my read on the situation, I, I would think the safest thing is just like keep schmoozing, keep getting getting them to, to have some drinks and maybe slow down a bit myself mm-hmm. um, and get to the point because I, I am trained and am pretty good at thievery. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm a smidge better at any of the charisma skills, but like I I don't see a world in which George is gonna want to get this guy drunk enough and then admit to him that I want to rob this bank. Okay, you know, makes sense to me. So, yeah, you've you've already succeeded on the diplomacy part as far as making an impression. Excuse me, making an impression. He's obviously changed his attitude to you to being friendly. So right. you just are working on kind of getting him drunk. And I will say that if you're willing to pay the coin for the, you know, that would be like another, we'll say, ten coppers. Okay. To to you know, kind of get through there. Well, I, I just I, made five copper from my sister. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so then, I will lower the DC of the thievery check by two, since he's a little less Inebriated. with it. Yeah. Right. All right. So why don't you go ahead and give me a thievery check? Okay. Let's go. We doing some. We doing some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, hero. I'm going to hero point that. The natural one, okay. the oof on the die that okay. I just rolled. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So remember, yeah. Oh, no. 13. That is a fail. That is oh, not a critical man. fail. Uh, you tried to grab so, his butt. Play it off quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, I'll just lean harder into seducing him. Uh, yeah. And he's he's kind of in his cups and when you lean in to grab the keys he thinks that you're leaning in for a kiss and plants one on you yes but as such when he does that like the keys kind of slip out of your grasp and hit the ground and, and uh-huh. he's like oh and he like is a little embarrassed that he did that 
um, you know, because he just met you and he knows that he's right. a little drunk, and he reaches down and like kind of like laughing, giggling to himself, picks up the keys and puts it in his pocket, puts them in his pocket. Uh-huh. Oh man, that's okay. Double down. You're close. Double down. Know, hey, hey, George, you're just gonna have to go all the way, man. Take one know, for the crew. I well, I don't. I don't think Adam's gonna let me like keep drinking with him and then take him home and do another thievery. <laughs> We're making assumptions, man. No, no, I think that, you know, given that you have the four-hour window, this was kind of this was the play, and mm-hmm. it just didn't right. get there. And Dang. I also am not feeling so comfortable about, like, using this man for sex to <laughs> No, I don't, keys, I don't want to know? do that. I just yeah. want to get the key. Um... Uh, so is that so I'm just done yeah like, it's just you shot. know uh, but you know you, you got some information um, nothing yeah, really useful keys but you didn't get bank. the keys yeah uh, <sighs> yeah that's, that's that's unfortunate but that's just how so the we dice spent roll. The, the whole four hours doing that yeah okay yeah uh, so everybody gets back after their excursions and you guys kind of meet back up and probably share all the information uh, that you've gotten. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yes. then, you know, I assume the plan is to hit the bank right when it opens in the morning, right? Yeah. All right uh, after a nice sleep. So was he quitting or did, or did I get the impression yeah, you he got would the impression be back that at work the, tomorrow? No, you got the impression by the end of it that he was he was going to go find another work and say screw screw the bank okay well that's good because he won't recognize you in the morning then because mm-hmm. he won't be there we could change yeah, that disguise right. well but fine. I would right I could I could absolutely change the disguise oh true okay uh, I mean we'll just have to that that just changes the plan of actually doing the thing like if we had the keys like then we don't have to like bother getting the key like intimidating or whatever getting the keys off of somebody right um, well you know and you also now would be wise to wait till the bank is open so you're not like right. trying to you know at least you don't have to get through the front door that's locked you know yeah. Um. Mm. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. Um, we're nearing the end of the episode, so I'm gonna award this episode's hero point to Heath uh, for Thank that you. for for that great interaction nice. um, with Byron. Uh, you know, you didn't get the keys, but you got a hero point. Yeah. So well deserved. That. I would have taken uh, the keys. So, <laughs> is there anything you guys want to say to each other before you go to bed um, and getting? amped up or ready to go deal with the bank. Um, Jules would say, I don't know what your morning routine looks like, but don't wear any perfume or cologne or anything that's scent-based. It's highly memorable. We want to in and out. If we can happen to do this without causing any eyes and noses or ears draw to us, that's great. The disguise hats or bandanas will help, but let's just keep all the senses real dull on this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she kind of looks at a mirror. Everybody should mm. use the, the <laughs> She looks at a mirror real hard. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe some of the rags could come off. I'm not I'm, not, I'm trying to tell you what to do, but I'm just trying to tell you what to do, you know? Um, 
<laughs> yes, I, I, I'm sure I can uh, come up with something. Yes. Right, but so uh, before we uh, retire for the night, I think we should probably go over the exact plan of what's going to happen tomorrow. Let's uh, uh well, let's see. Let's uh, analyze the risks. The risks. We get caught. We die. I don't see any um, any way that we, if we do get caught, that we do not die. So let's uh, make sure we go into this with the understanding that if we fuck up, we will die. So <laughs> let's try. Let's try to have this plan um, fleshed out. Well, how I understand is is that. Uh, where this bank is located, it seems like there won't be that much attention drawn if there is a bit of noise. So, we also understand that there are only three clockwork guards, yes? Mm-hmm. And we want to ensure that we don't attract the attention of all three clockwork guardians at once it would seem yes well I mean is there any way we could neutralize them take them out distract them well, I don't know what you guys skill sets it, are uh, entirely it looked more so like that they were on a set uh, rotation and schedule and uh, pattern oh, so okay, if we okay. can you know judge our movements based on how they stop patrol move uh, we should be able to slip in and out fairly easily why don't you, the two of you that, um, win case? Yeah. Uh huh. Let's see. Bro, give me. Oh, you know, I, I, I just give me a flat wisdom. Wisdom roll. poop. Yeah. Flat wisdom. Um, okay. Wisdom. Roll it. What the fuck is that? I mean, it's ah. on your character, but I don't see it being a rollable. Yeah, hold on, let me see. Oh, uh, right. I'm gonna roll it uh, my. Attributes, saves. Let's see. Like, your ability score is at the bottom of the character tab. Yeah, I'm not seeing a flat let, wisdom. Let, let's, let's, let's do a society check. Society, society or perception. Perception it is. Okay. Let me see. Society. Oh, not perception it is. That's Hold insane. on. Uh, I'm fixing to roll something that doesn't count. It's just fucked up. Okay, never mind. It didn't roll. Okay. What do we get here? Garbage. Uh, I got an eight. Osaze rolls you, Osaze? a twenty-three. Oh, that's great! All right, so Osaze, you would—you're asking that question, or you're kind of talking about talking that it out as I figure it out, kind of like talking right, it out loud. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you would kind of intuit that the clockwork handlers probably won't all be in there during opening hours that they're like patrol bots for when the bank is closed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. however there'll probably be some of them out front acting as the bank security another thing that when you like really think about the ever burning torch that is their spotlight mm -hmm. that you can maybe draw them like like purposely catch 
one of their rays and draw them away from the bank. Lure them to deal. Yeah, you can lure them away from the bank to handle them on their own without disrupting the bank, you know? Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. do you have that thought that maybe you could kind of fight them without getting the alarm set? Yeah. If you can use their, use kind of like a kiting technique, you know? If we can find some way to lure them one at a time, I think we have a good chance. Not it. We can I- use Pookie. Your little, your little globby friend, right? And uh, use him as a distraction technique. Right? I, don't I, do, I do not care think Pookie will go for that. I, I mean, I don't. I'm just. Well, he's like he's he's weird looking, but he's not like a threat to a, to one of the gods. And you want to so, pull a gun? So, Asaze, basically, you're saying like one of us has to be like, hey. Here I am. I am me. Come get me. They have me. to be interesting enough and uh, deemed considerable threat to draw them away. Hmm. Maybe perhaps we can devise a distraction where we don't have to disclose our identities, but uh, we can cause a distraction to get the guards to... Something with a noise. Perhaps... Hmm. I have many things that cause perhaps, perhaps they noise. bomb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you have something that's quite uh, noisy there? I think uh, I think I might have something. I mean, okay. So, but would an explosion not draw the attention of like a lot of people? Bank? Yeah, yeah. I think it should be like a person, maybe a wanted person shows themselves and then runs mm. off like well, you can run around the corner put on your hat of disguise you know yeah mm. and then like blend into the corner okay yeah the, the yeah y'all, y'all can all be staged to jump jump the guard once yeah he goes around the corner right yeah okay okay bait him in take him down put on our disguises walk in like ain't no no nobody's business mm-hmm all right yeah i'll do it it seems pretty good. Uh, we just have to time it correctly, and mm-hmm. if things go sideways, I just want to let you know I am I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I will bolt. He said. <laughs> I am well, not reliable I, at all. <laughs> I, think, I think that we have about as much of a plan that's worth having in games like these because it all falls apart yep. right when we're yeah, yeah. yeah. we're gonna yeah. plan, uh-huh. and then it all we're just like best laid plans, first contact so, so with the enemy. Are yes. we gonna? Yeah. We're going to do that part of the plan, and then are we all going in the bank, or am I going to go in the bank? No, oh, I, yeah. you're, I mean, Phoebe would have imparted on you that it, you guys all need to okay, go yeah, in, yeah, get yeah. the stuff, and go out the back and escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so with that, plan is set, information has been gathered, the party's been collected, the crew, and we'll see what happens next time. So we'll see you. That's right. Woo! All right. It's also an 11th
Thank you.